Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Turn On Engagement podcast. Today, we've got a very special guest, Heather Summer, Associate Director of Public Affairs at Pratt & Whitney. Uh, you might know Pratt & Whitney as a large aerospace uh, manufacturing company, military engines, jet engines. I'm going to talk to Heather today about some really, really cool stuff that she's doing. Uh, specifically, uh, you got to hear how this company uh handled the pandemic for employee communications, employee engagement. They did some really, really cool things. They uh, transformed their business to help communities. Uh, literally, uh, almost overnight, went from making jet engines to uh, face masks and, and PPE and, and really transforming the, the company and the culture. And she's going to talk about how it's changed them as they move forward in terms of employee communications and engagement. It's a really great uplifting story. I hope you'll listen to it. Stay tuned. It's all coming up next on Turn On Engagement. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Turn On Engagement podcast. I'm Yash Chitre, Senior Vice President of Marketing and Engagement over at Hub Engage. And today we've got a very uh, exciting uh, guest on the podcast today. I'm very, uh, very excited to talk to her. Uh, Heather Summer is the Associate Director of Public Affairs at Pratt & Whitney, a very large, well-known aerospace company just down the street in uh, good old Connecticut down there, uh, just down the street from us, uh, from up here in Boston. Uh, but you probably know Pratt & Whitney for commercial jet engines. I think that's that's probably what we, we think of when we think of Pratt & Whitney. Uh, but a diversified company, uh, I believe, owned by Raytheon now, uh, which is up here in Massachusetts as well. Uh, but Heather, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, thanks for being on today. So I'm really uh, curious and really um, uh, interested in, in how a, a company, particularly the size of Pratt & Whitney, um, has addressed employee engagement and employee communications during COVID-19. Um, a lot of companies have had to change on the fly. Um, every company I talk to has a different story of how they handled it last year. Just really interested of, of how you guys adapted to it and, and what you guys had to do uh, over at Pratt & Whitney. Well, I think um, from our standpoint, consistency in our communications was key. Um, we had, you know, much of our workforce was working from home. We still had employees who were, you know, actually putting their hands on the engines, building the engines, who were coming in every day as our, our essential workers. So we had to be very consistent. We had to be very regular about our communications, you know, allow the employees to know, oh, on this day, we're going to get this newsletter and it's going to tell us, you know, what's new, what new safety precautions are in place, um, what they can expect to see if they are coming in, or if you are a work from home and for some reason you do have to go in, what's that going to look like? Because things have changed, you know, maybe not all the entrances are open. You have to do a temperature screening. So these regular communications were really important to us. And, um, you know, work from home folks are accustomed to getting information through email. You know, our frontline workers, they need to get it right from their supervisors in their morning toolbox talks um, before they go and, and do their job assignment for the day. So, you know, I think that for us was uh, a key to success in, in keeping everything going and, uh, you know, kind of managing the expectations of the employee. That's great. And, and you mentioned message consistency, and I think that's really, really important. Um, a lot of companies, you know, um, struggled with that uh, just in terms of making sure that 
it's business as usual, but um, we're living in the new normal now uh, inside of how we work every single day, how we interact with people. So keeping the message consistent, but also keeping them well informed of health and safety and operational changes, I think is, is really, really uh, important. Uh, you mentioned, um, you know, you you know, people that are actually on the floor, the manufacturing floor, those, those types of people. Um, how about your office workers as well? Um, do you guys use different tools to, to reach them? You mentioned newsletters. Uh, you talked about, uh, was it a toolbox or, or a toolkit? Um, um, what types of channels do you guys use? Um, well, you know, we are such a diverse company. We're also a global company that sure. we much have to use everything that's in, 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 at our disposal. Right. Email is a very good way to communicate with our employees who are working from home. Those toolbox talks I mentioned, that's, you know, face-to-face -face communications where these frontline supervisor is flowing down information. Um, it's come from the communications organization right to the workers. Um, everybody's getting the same messages. They might just be getting them a little bit differently. And we also have to uh, translate into several different languages for, for our global workforce. One of the big changes for us is that information that generally came right from, um, say, the corporate office you know, now with the global sites, they had to pick up a lot of that stuff because their safety protocols may be a little bit different. And exactly, you know, if if you don't have all of your entrances open or if you're going to have a certain kind of screening, I mean, those were things that really needed to be addressed right there at the site. One of the other big uh, changes that we had was we had a new president uh, start kind of at the beginning of the pandemic, which is always when you have a big leadership change like that. It's always interesting to see what will happen. And he really took on communicating directly with the supervisors once a month. There's a there's a huge call. And he talks very frankly about the challenges of working from home. You know, he has young kids, his wife has a full-time job, he's running our company, our global company. And, you know, it, it doesn't always go smoothly, as we all know. And I think, you know, having him reach out to the supervisory um, folks in the company and, and share his challenges, you know, really made everybody feel like, wow, we're all in this together. We're all feeling the same thing. Some days it goes really great. And, you know, other days things just don't go as smoothly and you're in the middle of a meeting and, you know, one of your children runs in or something like that. So I think he's really personalized it a lot. And I think um, the feedback from the employee base on his uh, experience and direct contact in communicating about the situation has really been valuable. That is fantastic. I love to hear it when uh, leadership gets involved and they really lead by example. Um, I think one of the most important lessons that we've learned um, from you know, working throughout this pandemic is when leaders can humanize themselves and they can get down to you know, every level of the organization. It doesn't matter what you do if you're an hourly employee or you're an executive, right? Sitting in the corner office, it doesn't matter. But you know, we all share the same pains and the same emotions and we're all in this together and going through this roller coaster ride. If leadership can, you know, also share the examples of, hey, you know, I, I've got kids too, and I've got, you know, these issues, and yeah, my wife works full time, and all the things you mentioned there, um, it's just fantastic to see that. And and there's a lot of data out there that would support um, 
that when leadership uh, gets involved, uh, when leadership plays an active role in communications to employees, uh, particularly with, you know, I call these, these sort of, you know, nuggets of gold when, when uh, you know, you, you strike a, uh, an emotional connection with, with somebody that you work with, um, you know, it, it, it increases productivity, satisfaction, morale, all across the board. That in line uh, will then, uh, you know, eventually translate to a better product or service or whatever it is that you're creating uh, an overall better customer experience, which obviously will then increase your sales. And, you know, hopefully it translates all the way across the board and, you know, uh, it hits your bottom line and, and your ROI is there. Um, so you see a, a financial implication as well. Uh, so that's great. Uh, thank you for sharing that. that. That's definitely great. And a great segue into my next question. Um, how do you see your internal communications uh, aligning up to your external communications? So your brand promise, um, the things that you, um, you know, represent, obviously Pratt & Whitney is a, is a, you know, a large company, but has a deep history, right? Has been around for a long time. Um, I would say there isn't a single person um, that hasn't experienced one of your products. I mean, if we've all been on an airplane, we've, we've, we've unknowingly, uh, you know, been uh, the beneficiary of one of your products. How do you how do you how do you connect the dots, and how do you make sure that you know your internal external messaging is aligned? Well, there's there's a team of people that uh, collaborate on our communications, so they aren't done independently. They're done together um, in concert with each other. It, it, it assures alignment, and we also make sure that uh, the organizations are all being represented. You know, when you are out on the shop floor uh, and you're touching the machine and building those engines, you know, there may be some nuances to things that are happening in that environment that we might not see in an office environment or for the workers who are working from home. So it's important that we have people who represent and have that voice at the table as we are making the messages are, you know, writing the messages, especially, you know, when you talk about, you know, we have military engines, we have commercial engines, we want to make sure that what's going out to those customers is also very consistent. We want them to know, hey, we're taking the safety of our workers very, very seriously. And we want to make sure that we can continue to deliver on our uh, customer commitments. And, you know, that needs to all be woven into our messaging. You know, I think that it's critical to, you know, build those, con those consistent messages and build them together. Yes, absolutely. I, I think that that alignment is, is really important. And uh, it's good to hear that. It sounds like it's, it, it starts at the ground floor that, you know, your internal and your external teams are working together, uh, which is which is really good. And that'll that'll pretty much guarantee your, your message consistency across the board. Um, I, I know there's a lot of companies that uh, often don't think of their employees first. Right. They, they think of their customers. And of course, that's that's the bottom line. At the end of the day, that's what they're pressured to do. Uh, but then they do do some employee communications um, from, you know, from time to time, but it doesn't necessarily match up to the brand promise. And then you get a disconnect there. So hearing that you guys are doing it together uh, from the ground up, the internal and the external teams uh, is, is really great. Uh, lastly, I just kind of want to wrap up and, and, and ask you a little bit about how, 
how has the pandemic caused this shift in communications in terms of your culture and your strategy? Do you do you see a time where uh, I mean, hopefully we, we round the corner on the pandemic and you know we can start to get back to somewhat sense of, of normalcy, uh, you know, in the years to come. But you know, if you if you kind of had a crystal ball on where to look at it, knowing everything that you know about this year. Uh, do you see, uh, you know, Whitney going back to, you know, traditional communication, you know, tactics, things like that, or is it going to constantly require, you know, a, a changing shift in, in how you think and in, in the paradigm of your strategy? You know, what does the future really look like for, for employee communications uh, and engagement at Pratt Whitney? I think it really has changed. Um, you know, I think um, as we, as the workforce is changing, you know, some of these practices that we've put in place are, are going to be here to stay. Mm -hmm. I also think that, you know, just from a culture standpoint with communications, we've seen a lot of shifts in at Raytheon and at Pratt and Whitney. You know, one in, in particular is how we are positioning ourselves in the local communities and the importance that holds with our employee base and they really want to be a part of that. You know, when the um, pandemic originally started and we actually shifted some of our production into making face shields to be donated back to frontline workers. And our employees were really excited to be able to do something you know, you think you heard about all these manufacturing companies that were, were were changing their their lines to help with the pandemic. You know, how can an engine company possibly contribute to that? And and our brilliant engineers figured out a way. And we were producing face masks, and we actually had a waiting list of employees who wanted to help with the three D printing, with quality control, packaging, shipping. You know, the the whole people would just call and say, how can, how can I be a part of that? We also um, partnered with the state and uh, community health centers to open the largest drive-through vaccine center in Connecticut on our deactivated runway on our property. You know, this is something else that really, that gets on the news all the time about this particular vaccine center. It's right on our runway. You know, there's no, it's, it's in the name, Pratt and Whitney Runway. Um, our employees are really proud of that. And I think it's a really important message that we continue to drive externally in the local communities. I mean, when we step back and, and you know, things were kind of coming at us and you didn't really know what was coming next. It was stuff that didn't really fit into what was your typical strategy and how you interacted with the community previously. But I think people were at a place where they just wanted to do something and our leadership was in that place where they were like, let's figure it out. Let's, you know, figure out how we can stand up this vaccine center on our property. Um, you know, there was lots of different things. We hosted a, a trick or treat event for the kids in the town. East Hartford is the town where our headquarters is located. Um, and we spent a whole day out there with all sorts of businesses from the community. Just it was a drive through thing. And we just were dropping candy and in uh, residents' cars. Um, you know, we also, there was, we were able to make donations of face masks and um, hand sanitizer and the, the paper gowns uh, that we use in some of our labs. And we were able to donate, uh, donate those back to hospitals. 
Um, we even, you know, around December, we were looking, you know, how do we thank just a little thank you to our employees who have been coming into the work every day. You know, we can't have the holiday parties that we used to have at the end of the year. So we decided to give each one of our employees a voucher to go buy lunch at a local restaurant that was privately owned. And, you know, we were able to do this at 10 different, in 10 different states across the U.S. We were able to give a little bit of support to more than um, a dozen restaurants. Some of our employees even was like, this is great. Thank you very much. But I'd like to take the money that I would have gotten for the um, restaurant and give it to the food pantry in the local area. So even, you know, there was kind of a, a little change turn of events um, with that effort that our employees took on and said, you know, give my money to the, to the food shelter. So, you know, I just, I think there's so many, um, you just didn't know what was coming towards you. And I think we just got really flexible and said, okay, you know, um, we, we donated laptops to a local school. I mean, you know, these things just wouldn't typically fall into our run of the day, run of the mill strategy, but I think everybody just was so shocked at, at how the pandemic rolled out and wanted to be a part of doing something positive. And, you know, as a company, you know, we should tell that story and, and tell, you know, the story about how we are a part of the community and we, we should be a part of a solution. I, I love it. Uh, you know, what a great story. And I'm so glad you shared this story with us. Uh, thank you. I mean, it's, Hearing, uh, you know, a company adapt the way you guys adapted and, and just all the things you did, um, you know, involving the community, uh, you know, literally taking your runway, your deactivated runway and, and turning that into something good uh, that was desperately needed at that time. Um, and not just because it's, it's what we needed to, uh, you know, fight the pandemic and the things that were going on, but giving people a sense of belonging and commitment uh it, it it really goes to to show the culture of your company and you know how you guys took that and almost made it external right there i mean uh, you guys you guys sounds like you guys did a, a bang up job with it and I'm, I'm just so glad to hear it particularly for a company that traditionally is you know obviously known for for you know military engines commercial jet engines and then you think okay the pandemic happens you know, all the airlines are, you know, slowing down, nobody's traveling anymore. Eventually that, you know, that effect is going to, you know, come to your business as well. But there is so much good that you can do. Uh, and, and um, you know, uh, coming up with, you know, producing PPE and, and the face masks and things like that. Um, it really goes to show, um, you know, your, your, your corporate responsibility, your social responsibilities, you know, these things don't go away no matter what. And, um, you know, we, we often rely on government and things like that to help us, but, you know, private corporations, um, you know, no matter how big or small can all play a role and support each other and uplift each other. Uh, I, I love the, loved hearing about the restaurants and, you know, um, supporting local business and things like that. Um, this is, this is, been really uplifting to hear. Certainly made my Monday morning, uh, and I hope everybody listening uh, on this uh, uh, will also be um, enlightened and, and uplifted and, and inspired uh, to maybe do some of the things that uh, Heather talked about uh, here as well. 
if you'd like to uh, contact Heather or read more about her, uh, we'll include her LinkedIn profile link uh, in the video description uh, up on YouTube. So definitely uh, connect to Heather there um, and hopefully um, um, she'll be able to answer any further questions about you know, what they did at, at Pratt and Whitney there. But Heather, I'd really like to thank you for joining the show today. Um, uh, I hope you enjoyed being on as well and, and we'd love to have you on again uh, in the future. I did. Well, thank you very much for having me. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for listening and stay tuned. Uh, we will have the next podcasts coming up this week. Uh, we've got some great companies coming in healthcare, uh, retail, and of course, uh, manufacturing, where we'll talk about all things employee engagement and communication. Hey there, employee communications and HR folks. We've got some big news to share over here at Hub Engage. We've officially been made a Society of Human Resource Management recertification provider. So if you're a SHRM member and you're in need of getting your mandatory recertification credits, you can tune into our new webinar series where we educate and train you on a variety of HR-related topics and trends so you're up to date on your continuing education requirement. SHRM is a great place for all things HR, and with this exciting new partnership Hub Engage has created, we can now recertify you while you turn on engagement at the same time inside of your company. For more details and to sign up for a recertification course with one of our Hub Engage SHRM certified experts, visit hubengage.com and click on the SHRM tab under resources to get started today.